hello, then a fluffy cat who's just decided to pop over and say hello. Ah, oh, I should send you a photo. We've got some baby chickens. Sure, Phoebe would like to eat them. Nine. Uh, oh, Phoebe, thank you. Oh, you try to eat my earbuds. I think that's gonna help. Thank you. Nine baby chickens. That's not gonna last. Oh, we'll see. Oh, I'll never forget with our youngest. We got some baby chickens in in a box, and uh, youngest was quite young, and he opened the box before we got them into the pen. And two of them went oh, over dear. the fence, and we never saw him again. And he was, oh, he wasn't the same after that. He was quite distressed. <laughs> well, oh, the, the the good thing about these is they hatched out of a mum, so. Well, they all, they all hatch out of an egg normally. Yes, but I, they, I am, they have a mother to look after them, I guess, instead of relying on humans. Ah, well. I have to say, sometimes we do a two-week stretch and it's not a good idea. This was a, um, well, can't say it was a great one to have two weeks with, but uh, could definitely have worse two-week stretches with albums, that's for sure. That was a completely middling statement. What are we supposed to conclude from that? There's a Trimming Balls well, episode I, 326. I, 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 have, I have sort of like tears of how I feel about these albums. You have tears for fears. Yes, and uh, just just didn't want to, you know, didn't want to let my feelings out too early. <laughs> You've had your heart broken before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a great analogy, actually. Where would you like to start this week, Doc? Um, unfortunately, now I have like an earworm of, of straight up by Paula Abdul. Had my heart broken before. <laughs> I've been caught before, don't want to get my love caught in the slamming door. How about some information, please? Is it, I would love to know why these lyrics from fucking 1980s pop songs stay in my head. in head. And I had to ask my son what his birthday was so I could write it down in a form today. <laughs> I was fucking there at the time. <laughs> well, luckily the, the twins have a really easy birthday because it's seven to 14 you know so it's like the first two digits make the make the third digit oh, so, yeah. but Maths. but do you think do you uh, the amount of times i get curtis's the year curtis was born in wrong is just unbelievable but anyway because it can't be that reason it can't be it can't be uh, look let's sh- shall we deal with oh, i don't know where to start this is let's start with Wolu. Let's start with the album recommended by Dan and Dave. Def- and, and they'll argue over who actually recommended it first, but I think it was Dan. Yeah, well, I would like to know who recommended it. I think both of, the, both of them have claimed responsibility. Oh, I, I need to know who it was so I can come around and egg their fucking house <laughs> because this album was... <laughs> I got no, I, I have to do what you do. Wow! Right. I detested this album. Wow. This album. Why? It's not fucking trip-hop. Well, of course it's not trip-hop. Nothing is trip-hop. But it's not even close to trip-hop. I mean, try, it's, it's got beats. It's got beats. No, if you tried to have sex to this album, you'd be putting the condom <laughs> on your head and you'd be masturbating into a pop plane in the corner. Yes, That's but, the, you know, it, Louis C.K. has a career again, so, you know, why couldn't... <laughs> 
Now, this is the thing. I think the problem is that my, my abiding thing is that I can't figure out what this is. I really can't get a beat on this album. And, and it's not trip-hop because I think we're extremely clear on the idea of trip-hop space-time invariance. Unless you are from Bristol in 1992 or 1993, you are not making trip-hop. It's just it's <laughs> distinct as hell. No, just sneak and pimps are not, are not fucking trip-hop. We know that. You can put it, it okay. sounds like it. But it's not. W- it's very specifically w- w- from that time and space. Wicked Beat Sound System? No. Wicked Beat Sound System is a lot closer to trip hop than this is. Oh yeah, but this is this is informed by this is much more I mean there's elements of trip hop in this. Elements. Not many. Nah. Is that kind of that breakbeaty kind of music for uh, vodka you know, late night vodka bar kind of stuff. But there's a lot of what I suppose you'd call Black London production to it. You know, I, I thought of things like Salt and... Oh, uh, yeah, de- de- well, definitely a lot closer to Salt or... Yeah. Or even the Avalanches than... Mm, okay. But I, I didn't but, I didn't get the Avalanches part. I mean, the thing is that I don't know what makes it not... Apart from the, the geography and time thing, I don't know what about it makes it not trip-hop. It's a bit like that old FCC definition of porn. I don't know what it is, but I, I know it when I see it sort of thing. What, what I've come to, right? We, we always say it's a time and place <laughs> thing. But, but and your definition is that if you can fuck to it, it's, it's trip-hop? Well, the, the, no, not necessarily a definition, but it's absolutely a prerequisite. If you can't put it on, if you can't put the album on to have sex to, then it's not trip-hop. Um, and, and this comes back to what the I The underscore actually, sex underscore haver has logged on. <laughs> this is where I... Because... Um, uh, who's one of our Twitter followers sent me um, see if I can picture of you, picture of his dick. <laughs> um, I was just going to say that it, not all. I think the definition I've come to is it's it's like a, it's like a union of sets. It's like not all late night cocktail bar music is trip hop, but all trip hop is late night late night cocktail bar music. It, so, it's, uh, it's not sufficient to be late night cocktail bar music in order to qualify as trip hop. There's something else that's required. A, a, a rose one. Um, sent me an article, oh, yeah. an Australian article from the music, which I disagree with lots of. But the thing that gets glossed over, and I think it's a really important fact, and, and you know, Ace would probably agree with me here, is I think they just had really good MDMA when they were making this music. Like really good, pure MDMA, which engenders a sort of mindset and feeling that this definitely had no ecstasy in it at all it, it was it was like fucking someone in kabulcha who'd had nine days on speed I, I i really do think the quality and the type of drugs that these people were taking made a big difference to the music and that's why i think it hasn't been replicated before because the music and the scene and what they would like what they were actually putting into their bodies at that particular time was like this big clash. And even if you get the music and the scene parts of it, if they're not doing the same things, then it's not going to be the same. I don't think this easy. album. I don't think these guys set out to make a trip hop album. No, I think, no. I, I think, think I think it's not more even the, close. It's the listeners who have, who have drawn that conclusion. What I'm interested by is the fact that that Ace Dan uh, Dan's last tweet on the subject to me was. Bezo is going to love the shit out of this record. So this is going. <laughs> I fucking hated it. I really like by, by the end. And like I'd go back and I go, okay, I, I need to, I need to, I need to give this another go, right? I need to get listen to it with headphones. N- no, no, just, just there's just nothing particularly 
like it, it's not even homeopathic. I just don't even like that style of chopping. It's it's really choppy. Um, ah, anyway, so frustrating. This will come through a little bit later in, in the other two albums we did, but I have these really nice speakers that I bought when we first got married with subwoofer, you know, the whole deal. But they're huge motherfucking things, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you guys got married in the late <laughs> yeah. 90s, early aughts, yeah? Yeah. So, 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 so they like, were made out of, of actual, like, tree. Yeah, like, heaps of tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, entire old-growth forests were logged to make speaker cabinets in those days. So I did have them in the kids' sort of loft uh, media area where, like, Vanessa and I don't watch, watch TV, so- that they were up there and I had them hooked up for, you know, basically, Sean the Sheep sounded fucking amazing for yeah. a few years is what I'm saying. Basically, they, got they were being used as furniture. They were being used to hold up yeah. tables, basically, at that stage. And, but then they got a PlayStation and it's like, well, I don't really want to listen to Star Wars no. Battlefront through the sub for three hours on end. So, I disconnected it all and it's just sitting there and I was like, I said to Vanessa, I'd really like to bring those big speakers downstairs. And she's like, we had a small house, dude, and they take up a lot of space. Put them out the deck. Point them outwards. Piss off the well, neighbours and the, the cattle and the try to kill the lantana with beets. <laughs> so, no, what, so what I did was I, I sold them. <laughs> I got rid of them and I bought a, uh, a, a Sonos sub and, and two satellite speakers, which take up fuck all space and sound Amazing. Sound really fucking good. And so when we had a trip hop album. Sonus.com, use Bezo at checkout and save absolutely nothing. (laughs) Nothing because no one sponsors this podcast. Um, But I I was really excited. I thought, oh, a Beats album, this is going to be wicked. And it just, all it did was amplify my irritation, not make it any better. Uh, so you're irritated you know, because it wasn't what you were hoping it was going to be because it fell short of your expectations, do you think? Uh, but even in that style, like there's there's other albums uh, like in that rough area that are not what you call trip hop, but you'd probably call dance. Like even the even the Crystal Method album, right, which is still not really tr- the trip back hop. half of that. Uh, the the trip home. Yeah, the back like, half of the trip home is kind of more recovery music, come down music, if you want. Yeah, I think I think trip hop kind of fits in. The, trip hop kind of has a bit more of a. I mean, I don't want to characterize it all as, as music fucked to while you're depressed, but um, <laughs> I'm sure it has been used for that purpose yeah. by people who uh, might be known to the people on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I I just didn't I didn't find it effective electronic dance music at all, and like I'm always willing to give some sort of dense, you know, EDM of, you know, because it's a fairly loose term now. Uh, but, like, I want I want a really good Beats album. You know, I'd love another Kruder and Dorfmeister album, which is not trip-hop. But, you know, uh, even another awesome dub album would be fucking sweet. Like The, the trip out, was, the, was that this year or was that last year? The trip the kind out of the prodigy-ish. this year. That was the, this the, year. That was decent. It was okay, but it was not. It made me. It made me sad that Keith Flint wasn't around anymore because it made me think of of the Prodigy. But yeah, I have to say that I didn't hate this album as much as you. But it was interesting that I, I looked at the um the the play numbers on it on the tracks, and the track that's been played the most is, is a track called Times, and that was also my favourite song on the album. And Times doesn't sound like anything like the rest of the album. It sounds like kind of a nineties indie rock song. Uh, it's guitars and drums and stuff, and that's the most 
played song on the album. So it's kind of like the yeah. market is trying to tell these people to stop doing what you're doing and, and do, do the other thing because it's not really the wave. Anyway, I, am I, am I, I don't know. It, it just it wasn't what I wanted and it wasn't anything that I wanted, like not even trip hop. Like it, it, it didn't scratch any of the itches that I wanted for a yeah. beats-based musical style. Do I still cover it in hives? Music, 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 music. Look, sh- shall we talk about the elephant in the room first or second? I don't know which elephant we're talking about. Well, the the problem with the Sonic Flower album, right, was it? I that, listened that, to it. That, that was an album that would have made those old those old speakers bounce up and down a lot because this is they, an album yeah, with that, some big riffage. This is an impossibly loud, impossibly riff laden riff laden album. It's it's extremely loud. And any other any other week, I reckon I would just be. You had two I weeks. Would be, two weeks, but any other week I would have been just bubbling with enthusiasm for this album. And I still am. It's a really good album, and it's really fun to listen to. But it's not the Bobby Lee's album, I guess, is where I sort of sat sat with like. You probably got a lot more out of it than I did. I thought it was a really good album. I don't know whether it's a... I don't even know whether it'll be a... I sort of want to go away and come back and listen to it separate from the Bobby Lee's album, but I don't know whether it'd even make my honourable mentions for the year. How did you How did you sort of... I don't know what to do with albums like this because this is, an, this is a very fine genre piece. You know, it's yeah. an extremely well done version yeah. of a very specific good, kind of thing. Good music, Exactly good what vocals. you get when you get... You know, this is a, a Japanese doom metal band, a legendary Japanese doom metal band, you know, like Sabbath kind of stuff, that are doing garage punk riffs and incredibly loud and, and singing, you know, loudmouth dickhead blues. Um, but I'm not sure what to do with genre albums in terms of the, in, in the context of album of the year, because often they, the albums like this might be my favourite album of the year, but it's not like this is, this says anything about where music is in 2022. Um, but does that fucking matter? I love the shit out of everything on this album, but it, yeah, but it's it's a bit hard to kind of say to put it in the context of everything else that's that's come out this year. There'll be other um, artists that have come out this year that that have released albums that I might not like quite as much, but probably say more about where we are in 2022. Do they deserve to be better? You know, closer to an album of the year? This. To me, I was having a bit of a look through the album list, and we haven't done as many albums this year, obviously, because we've no, because we've had, had a few had, weeks off here and there. We've had a bit of shit going on, but both of us have. But um, this is teeing up to be my strongest year, one to five. I think. Uh, I think I'm going to get probably the the top five, where it's like, fuck, I could, I could, fl- I could flip around this top five quite easily. You know, change the order. Like uh, I went back and looked at some of the other top fives, and it's like, yeah, I could change one and two around, or I could change three and four around. But I'm pretty happy with how um, how I've spent, you know, how I've, I've spun the year out in terms of the top five. This year, I've got no idea what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna, how I'm gonna order these albums because fuck, it's been there's been some cracking albums this year. Um, might have to do a top ten for the first time. It quite possibly could, but it's 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 really at that top end. I mean, I I generally do number a top twenty, but you know, you you only yeah. do a top five. Um, go on, all right then. Let, let's get let's get to the key point. The Bobby Lee's album. Let let so let me get this straight. You on this episode have decided that you hate the guts of a downbeat EDM beats album, and you love the shit out of 
the reincarnations of the White Stripes. The My last... work is almost done here. I think I've completely... <laughs> yeah, right. The, the podcast might be about to... I, I think the podcast... Is, the, podca- the podcast has, has served its purpose. It has <laughs> yeah. con- converted you back from, from beats and raps and d- all that kind of dumb shit back to riffs. Well, I was going to say, you're, you're picking Starface in, in your top five, and, I, and I'm waxing lyrical about, you know, the Bobby Lees. So. You know, I almost... Uh, with with the um, hilarious, the hilarious death spiral of Twitter, I actually always thought about because the, the truism was always that Twitter killed blogging, and it certainly did in the community that we came. Listen, we were in a, a sort of a broad, loose blog community that kind of all migrated across to Twitter, and then proceeded to blog less and less as time went on to the point where none of us blog anymore at all. And I wondered whether with the death of Twitter, whether everyone would kind of gently migrate back to blogging. And I, I was tossing around a few longer form ideas, like the idea that this podcast has not only broadened my musical interests, but it's also made me ease off that very Generation X idea that you stratify and socially select by media choice and that if people don't like the music that you like, you don't like them. And it's very visceral in terms of, of hating yeah. on other other sorts of music. I find myself being a lot more tolerant of other people, you know, whether it's people frothing over the new Tay-Tay or whatever. The only, the only thing that with the Tay-Tay thing is I feel a little bit sad because what this podcast has made me realise is there's a lot of music out there and there's a lot of really good music out there and Tay-Tay's not, not, not amongst it but but I just I don't know whether they're listening to anything else it's it clearly not it's not the music it's not the notes it's not the notes yeah. that, are, that are making the difference to these people it's it's the message and the yeah it's the movement and the iconography yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff that's and it's like okay that's well that's it's probably not probably not the tunes at all is it if it makes you happy as long as it's not Nazism you know we'll, we'll let you do it so the last time I think I had a had a reaction to an album like this. It was uh, the Bobby Lee skin suit in 2020. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to go like the, the, this, and they're nothing. They're nothing alike in terms of um, style, but uh, Faith No More's "King for a Day" made me feel like this, and I think it's because uh, even though she hasn't got the greatest voice, I I contend that she. She can when she wants to. Yeah, but she like that's a strange day. She's got that. She does a really good kind of smoky jazz club chanteuse yes. thing when well, she wants to. But well, most the, of the, the time, she just wants to howl and scream like Karen yeah. O. And that's and that's that's I think where I got that Faith No More vibe from it is the fact that you can she go drinks from her own this. piss. <laughs> you can go from this, and it's not just her. It's like the drumming as well. Like I was thinking about the drumming in the start of Strange Days, which is. So deft and so light. Yeah. It's and very so, jazz club. It, that, that, yeah, it's it's like strange and days. Exp- and then, like, but we're also going to chunk it out towards the, you know in the middle. It's yeah. just the 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 light and shade and the the mood shifts in this album. And the but the fact that they can pull it off, uh, just fucking nuts, man. The, I mean, this is building on the basis of their first long player, which was. Skin Suit, which was a really good album. Album we both really liked. I think it was in your top five, or it was just missed yeah. your top five. No, and, and no, no, it was definitely in my top five. Yeah, and I think it was, and, and, and I, I thought a lot of it as well. Um, but this is definitely a more. I don't know if it's a more coherent album because the Skin Suit had, had light and shade as well. But 
it's almost like they've got a more mature sound and they're playing with a, with a few more refined ideas. They kind of know what they're doing. What's interesting is that the first album was produced by John Spencer and there is quite a lot of kind of early blues explosion feel to this and the last album. This album's not produced by John Spencer, but, um, but it's not as though not having a, a, a senior citizen on, on the tools, on the ones and twos, is, has been detrimental to the, to the maturity of the sound. It's still got that kind of early white stripes, rip and tear attitude, but there's also, as we said, there's bits of blues and jazz and there's bits of surf rock. Um, there's even kind of ironic hat tips at ludicrous, like hair metal cock rock sort of things, particularly Greta Van Fake, which is just a, just a, a complete stri- taking a out. Disc. Just a, <laughs> Cup napalming of, <laughs> and I don't know if it's specifically Greta Van Fleet they're targeting or whether it's it just the oh, idea the of a of a band like that. But so, the, no, so that no. they it's the, it's a straight out it's a straight out hit job. So they know each other because that, that's the thing I wasn't sure about whether it was specifically because it, it refers to moments that where they've where they've been in contact with these people before and and were um were fucking terrible to them. Uh, I wasn't sure whether that was kind of the general idea of a of a fucking wolf mothery, um, arrivist rip off artist kind of act, or whether specifically it was Greta Van Vliet. But yeah, I'm more than happy for it to be them because fuck them, <laughs> they're fucking terrible. Look, th- I can't find a fault with this album. That that's the other thing, right? Like the amount of albums that we listen to, where it's like, and that Crystal Method album is a great example, where it's like. Fuck, there's three or four really good songs. Like, even the Fiddler album, which I love. I love that Fiddler album. But it's like, fuck, man, that could be an all-time Nirvana-level classic if you guys had just waited a little bit longer and written, you know, rewritten those two or three songs that are – they're not bad, but they're just meh, you know? And this just has no meh. It's fucking awesome from start to finish. Even – so you're also coming around to my way of thinking that, you know, 30 to 40 minutes is perfect for an album. I mean, oh, you, should, you shouldn't have any more than that. No, like, sure, if you're Kruder and Dorfmeister and you want to, you know, rip shit up for two hours, go crazy. But, like, even the even the hilariousness of the mystery theme song, which sounds like the outro music for a, a, a rip-off Mission Impossible movie, mm. is just fucking so funny. It's just so funny. Everything like, they tried, they landed, which I yeah. think is really impressive. And they were certainly trying more shit than they were on Skin Suit. Um, th- this is straight away gone to, and like, th- there's probably only four or five albums that have really hit this uh, place where it's like, I will talk about this album to anyone. <laughs> like, you you need to go and listen to this album. I will this punish album people pu- with this I album. I will punish you. Yeah, this is a Punisher album. I, I like, yes. and the Troy Kingy one was the last one like that, which is probably a little bit more accessible to more people. Uh, but man, this the fuck doc. This sounds so good on these new speakers. I oh, crank this up. It's so like oh, let's make the foundations of the house rumble. Let's go. Uh, Remember Bezo at checkout for absolutely no benefit whatsoever. <laughs> um, man, what an album! And so else, we're open. We're open to shield the shit out of your kit if you want to. You yeah, want us- mate. Well, mate, if you. Sonos, if you want to yeah. fucking you know wire my house up with as much gear as you as you can, I will I will you know shake the last little bit of dust off the off the windows. But uh, damn, what a good album! What a great album! But, this is like, fucking cracker. Th- th- this is the third album this year where I've gone. Uh, like th- this is one of those albums that just make me never want to stop doing the podcast because it's like if you discover music like this, like. What if, what if you missed this album? What if you never heard this album before? Uh, 
and it's quite possible that if we hadn't have started this podcast, like this is like you said, this isn't the sort of stuff that I was interested in. You probably would have found this album eventually. Well, I, I think I suggested I would have picked the Bobby Lee's the first time, uh, skin suit. Yeah, you did, but like, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you would. Yeah. Because of your general interest in this style of music, if we'd never done this podcast, you probably would have heard this somewhere. Possibly, um, but the thing is I wouldn't have been it so – so the good thing about this podcast is it's made me go looking for stuff. It's made me use Spotify. Yeah, r- rather than just listen to old, bl- old Black Keys albums. Yeah, you, yeah, you, and then occasionally yeah. you'll hear, oh, there's the new Black Keys that's coming out. But the, mm. the way that Spotify so effectively links up um, music that you're interested in with new music that, that could be of, of interest to you. Um, just add Bezo at checkout in Spotify and get absolutely nothing <laughs> off your Spotify premium. Look, I, I have absolutely tried to get a Spotify po- and they sponsorship. They are not interested in our shit. They have not responded they, They'll let anybody podcast. Like, they've li- literally on, on Spotify <laughs> now, there's like a little a little microphone icon. You, you, could write, you can record a podcast right now about this song. It's like, this is this is not – democratising podcasting is fine, but we don't need to hear everyone's fucking reckons. Only people yeah. who have actually put some reps in like us. Yes, we're so gatekeeping. Spotify, if you want to buy our podcast network, go crazy. We do have two podcasts. I mean, technically it's the same podcast, but yeah, it could be different. P- potato, potato, potato. I, I, I really don't know what else to say. Like, just from the from the opening track, I think I was in. Um, but the fact that they went from this real in-your-face howling, you know, we're the Bobby Lees, here we fucking are, to Hollywood Junkyard, which is this sly sort of- Slithery. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, a, a completely different song. And to nail that straight away, to to not to not feel the disparity between the two songs and go, oh, what are they trying to do here? The fact that those two songs fit in so well at the start of the album was just, uh, just, yeah, that- Start to finish, it was it was just like this is what I was thinking about the Crystal Method is I would have really liked liked it if he'd gone uh, like you know before I go out going out and then coming home if he'd done that as a trilogy of albums and really captured the feeling of all of those three parts I think that would have been really cool. So you're upset that the prequel came out after? Well, no, no, the the last one was the Night Out, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was a prequel. It, yeah. It was the prequel to the most recent one. He's done a George Lucas. He's written yeah, some shitty yeah, that's, prequels. Yeah, that's right. He, well, he hasn't done them in order. Yeah, that, I, I, like, I, I just think it would be a lot more effective if, if he'd done them in order. But you can play yeah. them in order, Bezo, if you want to. I know, I know. And you can play them on your new Sonar speakers. <laughs> Put Dr. Yobbo's beer budget in the, in the checkout and you'll get- Told the fuck off. Six packs of beer. <laughs> It would be hilarious if Sonos are like, oh, look, you know, we'll give you some speakers. Here you go. Good, good week to test out some new speakers. That's all I'll say. And, Have and you got new week- speakers, Bezo? You haven't mentioned it yeah. before. Uh, what are you going to be listening that- to on your new speakers next week? Well, I'm going to dig back into a week where we went um, very, you know, time of the year, Halloween, witches. I'm going to go with the new All Them Witches album because I quite like their their last one. Yeah, we've done um, we've done one or two of theirs. Yeah, we did, we've definitely done one of theirs. Is it everything but the? We we did it. We did a week where we did all them witches, and then another 
band that had witches in the title. We did a yeah, double it was witches. All witches. Up. I was we LA Witch, I think, and LA Witch were kind of LA terrible. Witch, yep. yeah. But I think this was the one I like more. So um, I had a couple of listen. Uh, I listened to a few tracks today, and yeah, they're sort of still like doing that. Bag, so that's that what kind I'm going to go with psych rock, um, Delta Swamp kind of evil evilness kind of tunes. Oh, we we did there. Yeah, we did there. Uh, was it everything everything but the normal or everything something like that? It was about 2020, I think that was. Um, yeah. Good album, so it'll be good, and that's on my that's on my long list of albums to consider for, to to pick. So uh, that's good too. Hello, it's Doctor Yobbo in the fucking edit shed, isn't it? I always drop in just to let you know when we've fucked up, and boy, have we fucked up this week. Let me tell you all about it. Maybe we'll do it without the voice. Um, yeah, so we seem to have been hit by some kind of ridiculous Mandela effect whereby both Bezo and I were sure there was a new uh, All In Witches album out and had been out for a few weeks and we'd listened to tracks from it but no looking at their Spotify uh, we people have imagined the whole thing and at the moment they're not even doing a new album they're just releasing a new single every month in some kind of project that's running for the full year uh, which would probably work out to be a pretty good album but um, unfortunately for us that's no fucking use to us thanks a lot All In Witches uh, so instead, Bezo's album of the week uh, is going to be um, UK sad rapper Loyal Kana, who we did in 2019 when he first came out with his album of album of sad raps. Or I think that might have been his second album of sad raps. Uh, and this is his third album of sad raps. So we're going to be listening to Loyal Kana's sad raps, not Lloyd Kana or or Motor Kana or Jim Kana. Or any other kind of, kind of, kind of chameleon. I, I, I'm going to get out of here before the, the whole music stops. Back to them. Music, 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 music. Changes what I was going to pick, though, because I, I was also looking at a band that's in not too dissimilar a space. Um, so I will go f- instead for an album by a band called Daisy and now we did D-A-Z-Y we, I think we did the, the, an album that they released last year or the year before but it was really just a collection of singles that they put together it was sort of a compilation and it was it was a yeah, it was okay. a joker it was just one of those well I'm just interested to hear what these and I really like the sound of what they do um, I think it's a one man band essentially but um, th- this is a real actual album recorded the way that we like it, you know, you know, at one place in time and all that sort of stuff. Got a good pitchfork rating. Um, so yeah, Daisy's album, uh, is the one that I would like to put forward as my album of the week. Uh, well, you, you definitely won. So have you got a joker? I do. And I would like to pick the band from Wellington, New Zealand, Darts. Darts. The band from Wellington, New Zealand is literally the title of their album. Darts are- <laughs> Look, when, when are we going to get a band called another fucking Wellington well, trumpet band? That's what I want These guys know. are basically the, the Wellington's chats. In fact, they've been supporting ch- the, the chats on their um, on their recent tours. So they're a bit more political than- A bit more on the Friends of Rom side of things in terms of their politics. Um, their lead dude is actually also- a, I've probably told the story before. Is also a- um, comic artist who does uh, sort of satirical um, comics and stuff like that, often a bit p- political and social in tone, uh, and and they're they're pretty good a pretty good uh, time. So, um, Darts's album, uh, the band from Wellington, New Zealand, is a joker for the week. I think that gives us a nice a nice balance anyway. Yeah, look, 
um, The Roots are supposed to have a new album coming out this year, which is a little bit exciting for me because I the Roots because you a, haven't had a Root a for a while. That, that explains why you didn't like the trip up ever. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Um, <laughs> and to dock a checkout and have the police come around. Yes, yes. I'm only allowed to have sex when a new trip up. That's why you're released. so angry about the lack of trip up. <laughs> you haven't had to do sex. You haven't got a chance to do a sex for a long time. Oh dear! All right, that's um. Look, get going. Go and buy some. No, get get some free Sono speakers and go and listen to the yeah. Bobby Lee's album. That's all I'm going to say. And please donate to the buy some Sono speakers uh, so we can. So at least he has something to listen to while he can't have sex. to trip hop albums. I don't. I don't think Dan, we can. I don't I'll, think we can link all these ideas back together again. Well, just you know, if Dan finds some rotten eggs on his doorstep, it was probably me. And. uh that's all I've got to say. <laughs> See you, dog. <laughs> Cheers. Baby, Bruce said he's leaving me, leaving me. Got a new car out under your apple tree. Things are counting on your mouth. Oh, baby, please. You're the last one to hold on me. Well, what out of two can't be too bad in terms of album recommendation success. I mean, that's that's 500. That's that's the Lakers. That's the Lakers. That's the Clippers. Sorry, that's the, um, no, it's not the Clippers. That's, that's the Knicks. That's five, they're 500 with their album choices. Hello? Yeah. And now you're back. I wasn't in, didn't, I didn't go anywhere. Jesus Christ. It's absolute penis. Fuck, it's, it's, it's been a long time, to be honest. But we've had a catastrophic failure like this, but anyway. I think one of us just pressed mute. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't a catastrophic failure. It was just fucking up.